Here's Johnny! Bill and Ted Face the Music was directed by Dean Parasot and was a long time coming. And it's out now, Parental On Streaming Services. I can remember hearing the announcement about this film, which feels so long ago, and feeling kind of happy and a little worried. I mean, it has been almost 30 years since the last Bill and Ted movie came out. I purposefully avoided all trailers for this film. I wanted to go in with no preconceptions. But I also needed a refresher on the Bill and Ted mythology. So I ordered the three-pack off of Voodoo, which included the first two films and this new one. I watched all of them back-to-back in one sitting. And I gotta tell you, that's a satisfying way to watch these films because they all feed well right into the other. For reference, to me, Excellent Journey has held up and is still quite enjoyable. Bogus Journey, (laughs) not so much. I remember when I was a kid liking Bogus Journey a little bit more, but uh, time has not been kind to it. Bogus Journey is still fun, if not dated, with some of its dialogue choices. And in that film, we get introduced to the character of Death, who does make an appearance in Face the Music. But let's get right to this new film. We have Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter coming back as the eponymous heroes. Now they're middle-aged and still trying to write that one hit song. They have wives and daughters now, but they haven't dropped their behavior that they had from high school. We still get a lot of the woes and the dudes. I just, I just can't imagine being in my 40s and 50s talking like that. But then again, I'm not Bill and Ted. The actresses who play their daughters were an especially nice treat. Samara Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne were sweet and fun, modeling the mannerisms of their respective fathers. They did a great job, and they had great chemistry as well. I really bought their friendship. The fun elements of Bill and Ted are back, such as time travel with the famous phone booth and the great Wild Stallions flair with the air guitar. Bill and Ted are once again delivered a quest from the future. This time is Kristen Shaw, who plays the daughter of Rufus, who was famously played, as we all know, by George Carlin. And, quick side note, there is a small little cameo tribute to George Carlin, well, to Rufus, which I totally appreciated. Back to the quest. Destruction is imminent, not just for humanity, but now all of existence is threatened, and it's up to Bill and Ted to find that one song that they need to write to bring salvation and save the universe from being destroyed. I mean... (laughs) It's, it's Bill and Ted. What else could the plot actually be? While the guys journey through the future, combing through the various iterations of their older selves trying to find when the song was written, there is a parallel journey with their daughters. It involves them going through history, plucking musical icons from different periods of time to create a power group of sorts to play the song. This sequence was one I especially enjoyed. I really liked Louis Armstrong convincing Jimi Hendrix to join the band and in turn... Jimmy convincing Mozart to join. It was super fun. I totally enjoyed it. Okay, so the bad first. This is a wobbly film. There are some special effects that could have been finished up a little bit better. Some of the performances of the side characters are a little shaky. They didn't really work. And for a very short film, I still felt there was some pacing issues. Quite a few jokes fall flat, and there is a whole side plot involving... The wives of Bill and Ted, that is kind of irrelevant, and it gets wrapped up a little too quickly. The climax, twist ending, big reveal at the end, what, whatever you want to call it, I, I saw it coming in the first five minutes of the movie. But again, to be fair, this is a Bill and Ted movie. 
So for people that don't like this film, I totally would understand why. But this is a reminder that this film needs to be taken with a grain of salt. The good here is that we have Bill and Ted back, and in many ways, they're just as we left them. Their chemistry is so believable and true, it was just a joy seeing Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter share the screen. And their daughters are a treat too. I really enjoy watching them navigate time travel and putting the band together. The film splits between the two stories pretty evenly, I would say. I was worried this film was going to be more of a daughter's journey with Bill and Ted passing the torch. Which is a fun idea, but this movie is called Bill and Ted. Thankfully, each group had a fair share of screen time, and it worked. Of course, I like the fact that the character Death was back, William Sadler returns, and he was actually a part of the plot, and not just some fan service cameo. There's also this really funny robot assassin character, played by Anthony Kerrigan. He had some funny lines, but his body language was way funnier. And the overall theme of this movie is just fun. It's a hopeful and happy vibe throughout. Just be excellent to each other. That's the whole premise. There isn't any snarkiness or cynicism, you know, stuff that's plagued a lot of modern comedies, I feel. And that's something that is this film's strength. It is honest and upfront. Is it a great film? No, not at all. But for what it is and what it is trying to do, it works. It's a 90-minute journey that when it ends, life goes on. But you don't feel any worse than when it started. On the contrary, you might be more hopeful. Think about those great comedies from the 80s and 90s that you've probably seen hundreds of times at this point. They're also typically short and make you forget your problems for a while. That is this movie. It's just released in 2020, a year that, frankly, we could all probably benefit from escaping from for 90 minutes every so often. Oh, as an aside, I gotta say, a super highlight of this film is the end credits. Talk about wholesome stuff. Really nice. I like that bit. There has been some talk about the value of delayed sequels, such as this film. Are they valuable or just a nostalgic cash grab? I mean, I feel they are a bit of both. Look at Mad Max, uh, Indiana Jones, Die Hard, even the new set of Jurassic World movies, and, of course, Star Wars. Bill and Ted Face the Music is joining that lot where there can be a bridge for two, perhaps three, generations. If you ask me, are all of these delay sequels going to be great? No. Are they capitalizing on old IP? Absolutely. Can they still be a fun time? Of course. Do they remove or take away the value of those original films and stories? Not a chance. Bill and Ted Face the Music works for what it was trying to do. It didn't try to exceed the mythology it was brought into. So all that being said, Bill and Ted Face the Music was a wobbly, silly film. I don't know how much I'm going to go back to it if I'm being honest. I think this movie definitely works the best with the other films fresh, so you can remember that these middle-aged guys are supposed to be this zany. Despite what might have been heaps of praise I gave this film, I have to be true to myself. Rewatchability is a big thing for me, and this one just doesn't grab me like I wanted it to. Bill and Ted Face the Music gets a C+, which in my rating scheme equates to background white noise. But it's hopeful background white noise. Guys, thanks so much for checking out this episode. Please subscribe and follow me on all the social media stuff if you'd like. I kind of like these rapid reviews, so I think I'm going to do more. But maybe just for the new releases. And I'll save my bigger episodes for the more classic film library that's out there. I appreciate you all listening. Be excellent to each other. I'll see you all next time. And as always, take care, guys. Thank you.